Hey, it's Monica. Welcome to the Attract Clients Now Marketing Secrets Podcast, the podcast for coaches, healers, and online service providers who are ready to build a business you love and that loves you back. It's time to choose the path of a trailblazing business owner and build your own business trail. Let's attract clients now. In this episode, we have a special hot seat coaching session with Rachel from Small Boots Gardening, a passionate gardener and business owner who is ready to expand her business and wanted a few tips to move forward faster. In today's session, we explore Rachel's path to better organize her business serve her clients, and grow her business sustainably. My hope is that today's episode will help you consider what your primary genius is and start thinking of how you can outsource what you're not excellent at so that you can grow your business. I also hope you can see how to really value the ROI that you bring to your clients. So many of my clients undercharge for their amazing services. So shifting your thought process away from hourly and into what you really provide for your clients is a huge shift. Let's dive in. Rachel, tell me a little bit about you, your business and what your question is. So I'm Rachel. I have a corporate job and I have a small, like three-year-old garden business that I've been designing and installing gardens for clients local to my area. And then I also do a little bit of virtual work with people that are in a similar like climate zone, but I can't drive to their house. I love my business. I am continually challenged by all aspects of it. So I'm looking at the clients that I had and then the ones that I have upcoming. And when I sat down and looked at it, I think without taking on any additional clients, I could probably fill my entire next summer with garden installations. Like I don't know where I sit with that, if I need to get more efficient or if I need to charge more or if it's a combination of both. How do you feel being almost full for next year? Just discombobulated. Like I have to get organized and I'm not an organized person. I'm a chaotic gardener. I feel like, oh my gosh, I can't even get my arms around it. But when I think through all of the specific projects that people had me designing, we worked on all summer, each one is going to be so fun. Do you feel like you do want to grow your business above your current client load right now? Or are you fine with just getting who you've got plus, you know, just the local referrals? I think probably closer to the second. I love more local people. I've been, it's been a bit too much driving. I have people up to an hour away and that's challenging. Mm-hmm. And you moved to, which a lot of people probably still love you from your old town, right? That's the problem. Yeah. So I'm starting some new, I did a pro bono um, garden installation at our, at my kid's school cool. and that's gotten a lot of interest, but yeah, local, I would love to have about the same number of clients, have a better organizational system and have just more local folks. Sure. So I have two angles for suggestions for you. And I always think about suggestions because you get to run your business however you want. One piece of the puzzle is as entrepreneurs, we just need to assume that we're going to be hiring help. Unless your goal is always to be a solopreneur, you should just always assume that you're going to be hiring someone to help you. And Mm. one way to possibly think about that is as you're going through the winter and planning, start making notes and how could you go ahead and bring on 
like a virtual assistant, right? Mm -hmm. I need to help you streamline, organize, keep track of the paperwork, create your files and your folders and all that stuff and free up that creative crazy brain space to be able to create more crazy brain space stuff. Because if you're not organized, I'm not organized. When I meet with my team, and they're probably on this call. I go, I ain't going to organize this. You can organize it. You can leave it a hot mess. I don't care, but I ain't moving it. So I just know that that's not my skill set. So I don't even try to do it anymore. I just oh. don't. You can really hire affordable virtual assistants in a lot of different ways. It does not have to be some sort of crazy thing. Uh, people sell even packages of five, 10, 15 hours. Sometimes you can buy just a monthly. There's a lot of really great ways to do that and to start building that virtual assistant relationship. How would that feel? That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. I just assumed it was something I like a character flaw I had to overcome. Okay, I just got to make myself sit down and do this. Yeah, screw it would that, feel right? Really good to hire somebody else to just like a project manager type person to be like, these are the steps. These are the people. This is what you owe each one as far as a response or a next step. Because I don't, I have trouble making myself do that. If I'm honest, I always feel like I'm forgetting somebody or letting somebody down. Yes. Just outsource that. I mean, don't even, as you're going through the next couple of months, think about making like a video of everything you do. Like every time you do a task. So every time you set up a new thing, video yourself doing it. Make notes of you doing it and start documenting all the stuff that you do so that as you hire somebody, you can say, okay, here's how I did it last time. I literally just record myself doing it and I just talk them through it. And then I say, here, you figure it out. Make me a standard operating procedure. Fix me. The downs, the, the problem I see when most people hire their first virtual assistant is they think that virtual assistant can fix them, can save them and can like... But you've got to, you've kind of got to have your crap halfway together so they can make it clean and nice. That would be my first suggestion. And then the second thing is, yeah, raise your price, Rachel, raise your prices. I know it's so hard. I I mean, you have a more competitive type service environment where you are going to want to list your prices online. People are going to be really confused. You know, they're going to want to understand it, but you're well below market range. I know. I know it just feels so gratuitous to charge people more than $100 an hour. You're not charging people per hour, though, anymore, Rachel. You're charging people for the return on the investment, on the joy of having a beautiful landscaped yard, of having, what if they took that drawing and made it into something and they framed it? People have, and nobody has ever even questioned any of the prices that I charge. Like nobody, people are like, oh, easy. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Venmo. That's an indication that I'm not quite charging enough. It's not by the hour. It's by the joy. It's by the return on the investment. So I love that. Top them up and, and then just increase them as you keep getting good testimonials. Is that helpful? You're awesome. Yes. So helpful. Thank you. Good. Thanks so much for joining Rachel and I on today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about Rachel and her amazing work, please find her on Facebook at Small Boots Gardening. Thanks so much for tuning in. Loved having you here today on the Attract Clients Now podcast. Hop on over to our private Facebook group for even more ways you can build your coaching or service-based business. 
So drop me some stars, subscribe, follow whatever works best for you. And until next week, keep shining your light out there. And remember, it's easier than you think.